Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Mike Cavalier. Mike uh, is a um, the head of product for a startup company called Brainscape, which is a, a web and mobile study program that helps you learn things faster. It uses a specific process called confidence-based repetition. And Mike um, develops, uh, I guess, apps for them. And as I, as, as I say, is the, the head of product of, for that company. We'll put a link to Brainscape uh, by the interview. He's also had some Alexander lessons in New York with a teacher named Mark Josephsberg. We'll put a link to Mark's website. And um, I think that uh, Mike has a, a kind of an interesting story to tell about his Alexander lessons in connection with, uh, with ADHD and learning disabilities. Uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here, Robert. Thank you for, for agreeing to this. Um, Mike, could you uh, begin by just giving our listeners a very sh your very short elevator kind of uh, description of the Alexander Technique. Sure. Um, a, a lot of people ask me about it in general, um, and what I say to them is that it's a, it's a method for retraining uh, the way you use your body in, um, in your daily activities, um, you know, retraining the way you walk and, and sit and stand and do anything, pick up items, so that you're using your body more efficiently and in a way that uses less tension than you need to. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know from talking to you before the interview that uh, your original reason for taking lessons was uh, was back pain that you'd been suffering for from from some time. And, of course, the Alexander Technique does have a long history and a well-documented uh, history of helping people with, with back pain. Maybe you could just say a word or two about that before we get into the ADHD and, and learning uh, disabilities issue. Sure. Um, so for a while now, um, my family has a history of uh, medical problems, um, one of them being problems with the back and problems with our joints and and things of that nature. And um, I had seen many doctors and, and been to many physical therapists and tried quite a bit to, to help my back problems. I had, um, you know, I have a cervical pinched nerve in my neck and uh, some herniated discs back there. And that stuff led to, besides back pain, just electrical shocks up the arms and in the legs and, you know, a host of other discomforts. So whereas the, the physical therapy I had I'd done with many physical therapists and I had some moderate success um, and, I, you know, things got a little bit better, but it, it wasn't to the point where I felt a lot more comfortable in my own body. Um, it just wasn't sufficient for me. So I naturally sought out alternative means. And um, one of them that I eventually came across was the Alexander Technique. And um, it... Uh, it, it definitely was a new way of thinking for me because it's based on habits rather than, whereas with physical therapy, you go to a physical therapist a couple of times a week, you do some exercises, and then you go home. Um, and you, maybe you get a massage or some electrical stim. Um, this is mindset. The transition is different because you end up having to look at yourself on a regular basis and do these things. It's a new way of moving, new way of using your body 
always. Um, so that right away sort of jumped out at me as something that seemed um, impressive. It, it, they weren't trying to sell you like, you know, you can come here twice a week and you'll be better. Uh, no, it's a new way of changing your habits for good. And um, mm-hmm. uh, so, so those things struck that at me. But, you know, as I started to do it, I, I, I felt, uh, you know, good things happening in my body. Um, and at the same time, I realized that it had significant effect on sort of the way I paid attention to things as well. Right. Because, I mean, a, a big aspect of the technique is learning to pay attention to yourself in a constructive way in order that you can make useful changes. And uh, I, I think the other thing, I think one thing we might want to just say before we go any further is that unlike physical therapy, for example, the, the Alexander technique is not a therapy per se. It's a, it's an educational process it teaches you as you say how to start to notice yourself and teachers don't go around promising specific therapeutic benefits although often that happens and in your case obviously with the back pain it it helped um could you uh say a little about how how you began to notice that your work with the Alexander technique was was impacting uh, your uh, ADHD and learning disability issues. Sure. Um, so I, I forget exactly when it started to happen, um, but um, you know, as you know, one of the practices in the Alexander technique is uh, you know sort of paying attention to what's going on in your jaw and your face and releasing any tension that you may not have realized was there before you started paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, you know, something that, that caught me. Um, you know, um, I didn't realize that I was clenching my jaw quite often or that it was just more tense than it should be. And during sessions with Mark, uh, quite often I would just, just because he told me, Hey, pay attention to your jaw reminded me to pay attention to my jaw. I would notice the tension start to drop away, um, because I just wasn't conscious that it was there. Um, and you know, this happened all with the muscles in my face and my neck and everywhere. So, um, as I started to practice the Alexander technique more and integrate this into my work life, which a lot of it involves sitting at a computer, um, I would remind myself to, to sort of pay attention to what's going on in my body and my facial muscles and such. And, um, by dropping this tension away consciously, um, it had an effect on paying attention to the other thing I was supposed to be paying attention on, which is work. Um, so while getting tasks done at work, um, you know, doing computer programming or graphic design or, um, or just responding to emails, ADHD people have very much trouble staying on task. Um, they're extremely distractible. Um, audio distractions, sounds in the background um, will take them away from what they're doing or visual distractions. Um, or just mental distractions. You know, um, if, if you're an ADHD person and you're trying to write an email, quite often your mind will just switch gears inadvertently and you, you don't really like it, but you just get pulled away onto something else. So there'll be a lot of half done emails just waiting, not even saved. Right. Uh, there will be like, you know, if you look at any typical ADHD person's computer, you'll see a dozens of windows open, you know, just so many things going at once because it's very difficult for them to pick one thing, not get distracted and finish it. 
Um, so as I was doing more of the Alexander technique, um, a lot of the things that would distract me that I didn't realize started to drift away. Um, so these muscle tensions in my face and in my neck and, and all these things going on in the body that, you know, normal people don't always get distracted by, but ADHD people will. Um, these things became less of a problem, significantly less. Um, you know, as an ADHD person, if you're working a lot of times and you're sort of the fidgety type, um, you might feel something on your body or you might feel, um, you know, uh, some sort of physical manifestation of whatever um, that will, will will sort of take you away from what you're doing. You know, whereas in, with the Alexander technique and with meditation in parallel, um, these things you 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 let them go consciously, and they kind of distract you less at that point. Right. Um, so so so, um, so it, I can I can see how um, if if those tensions that you had previously experienced were being released over time by using the Alexander technique, which is a, a pretty standard way of using the technique, that that takes away uh, things that might otherwise distract you. But I wonder if also you found that in general things say outside of yourself you mentioned sounds music uh, uh whatever that also might distract you that you're better able to to deal with them at this point yes absolutely um because that's so kind of a different thing i mean one is getting rid of some actual reality based distractions um but those distractions continue in your life i'm sure and and the fact that you're better able to deal with them is 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 in a in some ways i'd say even more impressive absolutely it's it's tremendous um, so as you know and as i've talked about in my blog post the um you know mark taught me about the practice of inhibition in the alexander technique um which is sort of when when you see this this thing affecting you, be it muscle tension or whatever, giving yourself a moment to not jump and respond to it, um, mm -hmm. you know, and that's something that ADHD people do immeasurably. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're known for being impulsive. One of the biggest, the, the main symptoms of ADHD are um, hyperactivity for some, inattentiveness, and impulsivity. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So you, we tend to, whenever we have a stimulus of some sort, we jump to react to it. And the Alexander technique teaches you to just do the opposite, to not react un until you thought about it for a second. Right. So, and, and just to clarify for our listeners, the, the term inhibition, as used in the Alexander technique, has really no relationship to Freudian uh, inhibition, which is a kind of a repression and seen as a, a negative thing. That it, Alexander inhibition is really just learning how to say no to something you don't want to do. It, it, it's it's not a repressive act, but a, a conscious decision on your part. I mean, would you see it that way also? Oh, hello. I uh, yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh huh. 
Sorry, there was a bit of a lag there. Yeah. So, do you see that? Do you do you agree with that distinction? I mean, it's not inhibition is not a repressive activity at all. Oh, in, not, in not the, at all in the Alexander world. And uh, I think it's kind of interesting that, um, in, in just listening to your description, that you know, with the Alexander work, you're you're paying, a, you're putting some attention on yourself in a way that you hadn't before and you someone might think that well if i'm paying attention to myself that's one less um memory slot so to speak available for me to pay attention to things outside of me but in fact uh in in your case and and i think it's often the case it's exactly the opposite would would you agree with that as well i would i'd say so um you know having I know quite a bit about, you know, cognitive science and, and the way the brain and the body learn things. Mm-hmm. Um, in the initial stages, when you're learning something new, you know, be it the Alexander technique or, you know, how to dance or, you know, a, some kind of skill, you're initially using everything with your, your conscious brain, you know, and, and you're you're telling yourself to pay attention to stuff. And, and in the initial phases, when you're doing that, it's it's conscious attention. You know, it does take up sort of a slot in your memory or your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you do it more and more, it requires less mental space to do it because even the act of paying attention, you know, telling yourself to consciously relax and, you know, let go and free the neck and, and all of these things, it, it becomes subconscious later on. It, it starts mm-hmm. to get taken over by the lower stages of the brain, which are more instinctive. Um, so, uh, you know, as you do the Alexander technique or any other type of skill that you're learning, um, you, you, you don't require as much attention to it after a while. Um, it just becomes second nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so, um, is yeah. there anything, um, anything else that we haven't touched on that you think would be useful for people with ADHD to hear about? Um, I think we covered most of the gist of it. Um, I mean, uh, impulse control and distractibility are, mm-hmm. are the biggest things. And, and you know, um, it, it, the Alexander's technique helps greatly with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I, I assume then that if, if, if you ran into someone with ADHD or the, the, the kind of issues you had, you would recommend that they explore the Alexander technique. Is that correct? I would. I, I, I would. For ADHD people, um, you know, there's a lot of things that they have to try um, because, you know, medication doesn't always cut it. And for some people, it's not the way they want to address their stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, along with several other things, you know, meditation and, uh, you know, things like neurofeedback, uh, technological interventions, I think uh, the Alexander technique can definitely be a part of the ADHD person's arsenal to 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 happiness, you know, to improving themselves. Okay. Well, um, so um, this might be a good place to to uh, end the interview. My guest today has been Mike Cavalier, who works for Brainscape, which is a startup company that um, helps people um, you know, 
basically helps people learn things like foreign languages or anything where you need to do a, a certain amount of memorization. He develops apps for them, and he's the, the head of uh, product for them. He has a, a long-standing interest in cognitive science, and um, he um, his if 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 uh, anything that we've talked about interests you mark lives in new york city and he his teacher is mark josephsburg who's an alexander teacher in new york we'll put a link to uh, mark's site by the interview we'll also put a link to the brainscape site and i do recommend uh taking a look at that site and in particular taking a look at the blog that's attached to it it uh, a lot of neuroscience topics are covered, and in fact, that's where um, uh, Mark uh, uh, Mike wrote his uh, Alexander Technique uh, blog. So, uh, Mike, thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolutely, Robert. Thanks again for having me.